All right, welcome Rangers. This is the first, the inaugural podcast here at Ranger Country. We are in the heart of FHC in room 111 in our podcast studio, throwing our first podcast out there ever. Today, you've got your host, John Fisher, and my co-host, Brad Anderson. Go ahead and take it away, Brad. John, it is fantastic to be here. I really appreciate you putting this together. For those of you that don't know, uh, Mr. Fisher has um, graciously put together an incredible podcast studio here at Forest Hill Central. I'll let let him tell you a little bit more about it, but uh, what a great setup here, John, and and we're just, we're thrilled to be um, out there, um, you know, getting some messages out to the community, getting some news, getting some updates, and I really appreciate you putting this all together. Tell us a little bit more about how you got this started. Well, you know, I'm, uh, like many of our our listeners out there, I've really gotten into podcasts in the last couple of years, and uh, I started listening to some more educational podcasts. Man, this is not that difficult of a medium to get going. Like, we can make this accessible to the masses. Absolutely. And so I wrote a, you know, I wrote a grant to the Forest Hills Foundation, who we'll talk about a little bit later as well, and they graciously gave me $2,000 uh, to buy some high-end equipment, and uh, I contacted a guy at MSU who is an expert in this sort of thing, and he told me what brands to buy, and I put together uh, a four, five-mic system right now, and I'm going to make it, I think it's going to eventually turn into a class. This is going to be a cool thing. That is fantastic, and I know the FHC Sports Report guys have been in here. They've been doing an FHC Sports Report rundown on all the uh, athletics, and that's been that's been great, especially in a year like this where you know we're, we're we're disconnected, and I'm going to address that here in just a second. But uh, I think I think you're right. We we touched on something back in the fall when we had the uh, the football broadcasting, uh, the live stream of the uh, of the games that had a, a lot of incredible feedback. And then FHC Sports Report gets on; they start doing their updates. And people out there, because they can't go to these events, because they can't go to the games or the activities, um, it's nice to be able to hear. Uh, about some of these things that are going on. And, and, and our mission uh, really is um, to not only highlight the achievements of the high school, but of all of Ranger Country. This is a podcast for the middle school and Central Woodlands and the elementary schools and alumni uh, so that they can tune in on uh, you know whatever morning we get this out to the, uh, to the masses and they can listen and, and really get a, a sense of what's going on across Ranger Country and, and uh, you know, be tuned into the community. Yeah, it'll be really nice. I think that one of the things that you and I both strive for and is kind of building community, right? We, we want to bring people together and make us feel connected again because, of course, with COVID, so many of us has become, have become so segmented and so isolated and just we want to get that group community feel together again. You know, you're right. This has been a long and difficult year, John, and, and what we miss most, I think you and I and, and the teachers in this building is is community. Um, Ranger country, it's, it's, it's special. And, and from the largest homecoming in the state of Michigan to the Winterfest window paintings to the National Merit Scholars to the Wall of Veterans to the state championship flag that flies over FHC, our, school is, our schools are the center of our community. And there is no Forest Hills on the map, as I say a lot. And we're overlapping towns and hamlets of Ada and Cascade and Alto and Grand Rapids Township. And so our schools are really the heart of the community. And the events and the accomplishments are the centerpiece of Ranger Country. And with the recent disruption to our lives and our society, we did not have the normal rites of passage. Um, The Hall of Fame golf outing and induction dinner, the high school candlelight ceremony, the Veterans Day Assembly, Ranger Rumble, elementary school field days. You and I both look forward to those. Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, that's one of my favorite days of the year, spring sports. Musicals, the fourth grade musical with Mr. Monero at Pine Ridge, uh, the Ranger Walk, uh, Ranger Rally at Pine Ridge, prom. And of course, graduation, you know, we lost a lot in 2020. 
And, uh, but despite our separation, we've been in this together and we've Zoomed, we've become experts at Google Classroom. We've had virtual assemblies, which we're working on right now this morning. Uh, the PTOs have forged ahead. The elementary schools have stayed full in person and the high school and middle school students have endured and they have really built a coat of armor made of an alloy of resilience and hard work and overcoming adversity. And we have embodied that creed when faced with an obstacle, improvise, adapt, and overcome. Um, John, I, I, I'm confident that Forest Hill Central Ranger Country is going to merge better than ever. The pent-up demand and the, uh, to gather and, the, and to celebrate our achievements will soon be realized, I believe. And I don't know when, but I do know the day will come when the smoke from the grills will rise up over that tailgate area. Our senior section will cheer in a tightly packed stadium in the stands safely. Uh, field day activities will commence. The auditorium will be aglow with the spotlight of the stage, and the marching band will play at the halftime show. Assemblies will mark our season, and then the proud graduates in May will get to walk across the stage and shake hands with Principal Passanaw uh, to the applause of the school board and Superintendent Beam. I believe in Ranger Country, and I believe those days are, are coming soon. That was amazing, uh, Brad. That, I, I love how you just paint such a vivid picture. You've always had a gift for that, and that—I mean—that's that's the picture that we are all looking for right now. The, the smoke and the grills, and seeing each other's faces and smiling and warm weather and. <laughs> The group yeah. gatherings, man, that actually gives me chills. Yeah. I Just thinking about being able to do that again gives me literal chills right yeah, now, we, I wish. We need some hope, and we need some community, and I think this is Ranger Country can, can be a part of that piece right now. And when we're separated, I think it can be a, that, that centerpiece. And even when we get back uh, to all those things I just discussed, we can have uh, – I grew up, uh, as many listeners, uh, during the time of Paul Harvey. I remember riding in my dad's, uh, you know, Dodge, Dodge Ram pickup truck, you the know, stick ship, and, and, you know, Tigers baseball games and Paul Harvey, the rest of the story. And I know many of our younger listeners won't know that reference, but Paul Harvey would come on at noon with his Ovaltine commercial, and he'd give the news of the day, he'd give a human interest story, a little bit of sports, and, uh, you, man, it just, you felt good. And, and, and you left and it wasn't this the news like today it wasn't this you know you leave feeling like crummy after you hear the news you'd leave like all right the world is good and and things are going to be okay so um that's so true you know the way that i you know i've never really thought about that but the the days of paul harvey and news radio and you would listen you know in your parents car driving around you did get a warm fuzzy feeling <laughs> yeah and it made you feel connected it really you, did you, and now you watch news media and it really just pulls us apart in well, two different directions uh, most of the time this the, the idea i get typical history teacher is when i think about the radio and i think about you know podcasts of the modern radio r really i mean obviously radio as a medium is still out there and uh, but the idea I get is when people were huddled, uh, huddled around their radio sets and listening to the fireside chats, listening to baseball games or the, you know, the Joe Lewis, Max Schmeling boxing. And it was connection to the outside world. It was a shared community. Um, it really, a lot of people think that the radio brought America together uh, at a time when we were regionally and uh, you know, rurally uh, disparate um, all across. So anyhow, that's, you know, that's what we're trying to do. And, um, you know, we're going to we're going to give you a great show, hopefully, and, and talk about some uh, great things in Ranger Country. And as always, if you have feedback or you have things that uh, you want uh, us to cover, you know, right now we're doing this off of a couple of days 
um, of research. And John and I have been talking about this for you know a couple of months. Oh, and, yeah. and now we finally said, hey, let's let's do it. We've got an asyn- asynchronous Wednesday. There's a word that we didn't really uh, uh, that we've said more times in 2020 and 2021 than I'd ever even heard. Absolutely, those weren't terms before, and now <laughs> I look I really look forward to the asynchronous days because we can get to do things like obviously get caught up on our work and and whatnot, and maybe take a breath and a break, but you know, getting to do special projects like this that are just going to further the education and the community. So. Right. So let's let's get to it. Uh, just doing a little bit of a fall recap. Um, you know, and it, mainly we want to focus on what's going on here in the wintertime, but fall recap, uh, John, uh, football, I was up in the booth and I got, I had the pleasure of, uh, of watching as you did the, uh, the, our, our Ranger football team coached by legendary football coach, Tim Rogers. And, uh, those guys just came overcame so much adversity from, you know, training all summer, three days a week, um, having season pulled away from them, having it canceled, then three days before uh, Labor Day being told, hey, we are having a season, get ready. Equipment issue is on Labor Day in the afternoon. And those coaches having to make that adjustment. Um, our team led by the likes of you know Jonas Spates and Carson Dynas and uh, McGuire Mahasek and Isaac Gurley. And um, th- these guys answered the bell. They, they, they really towed the line. And uh, this year they, they, they had uh, a, lot of, a lot of great wins. It came down to the Mona Shores game um, in, in the playoffs for the district championship. And it came down to the final seconds. And, and quite frankly, I never, my, my wrestlers know this, I don't yell at the officials, I don't blame the refs. <laughs> But I'm telling you what, if there's a time that we got a little, we got we got shortchanged. It was in that game against Mona Shores when McGuire Mahasek uh, connected with uh, Jonas Spates on the one yard line, and we had four seconds left on the clock, and the clock tick off. And I know those guys don't want to relive that moment. And I know that the football program is using that as motivation for next year. Um, but certainly, the football program, what they provided for us was some consistency and they, and some normality. Uh, through that fall. Oh, for sure. Um, I was uh, fortunate, like you said, you were up in the booth with uh, Lang Davis. You guys would do a, right. a, a streaming service for yeah, us Yeah, we there. had a riot. And I was fortunate enough to get to uh, join you one time up in the That's booth. That's right. I yeah. don't remember which game it was, but for the most part, I used my, my yearbook um, you know, photographers. I let them go to the games, but one of them I snuck into and took some pictures, and it really did give me that sense of normality. I've really right. felt fortunate to be able to be there there weren't a lot of people at the games but just being able to be back in that setting and watch our boys fight out on the gridiron and uh, get to see you know the student section cheering yes and go up into the booth it, god it was it was so americana i can't it, even really describe it, it it was americana and and when i talk about and, and those of you who listened in on those i talk about what's right with america you know we've we've spent a year talking about what's what's wrong i i, I try to be a glass half full guy and what's right with america is friday night football you got the cheer you got the band um, obviously you know this year that was, that was few and far between in the, in the football team and the parents in the stands um, two opposing teams doing battle and shaking hands afterwards or in this this year giving an air high five oh, yeah. from 50 yards away just waving at each just other just waving like, at each game, other boys. but that's pure americana and um, you know i can't wait to get back to that and those guys fought hard um, this this fall you know we four still central ranger country we host the largest homecoming in the state of Michigan. Last year, 2019, it was it was, you know, it was incredible. Like I really feel like we 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 hit it out of the park as a staff, um, as a community. Um, and uh, unfortunately, this year we weren't able to have all of the accoutrements of 
you know what comes with with homecoming from the bonfire to the the parade the, the parade and, yeah. and the um you know uh the the uh, powder puff game on that monday it's the fiercest powder puff game in the midwest but uh, what we did do is uh, sydney kushak um who works in the fx studio with jeff manders our amazing jeff manders mm-hmm. who i'm sure we'll talk about the plenty. wizard the, the wizard the man. wizard of of uh you know uh, remote live streaming uh sydney kushak put together this homecoming documentary and it was it brought a tear to my eye and uh i i I tell you what it was really it captured the spirit of what ranger country is about if you want to check it out go to fhchomecoming.com you can see it it's up on as a vimeo uh file and uh you know just shout out to to sydney and the amazing uh, job she did but uh, what were some things during the fall that 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 stood out to you that were silver linings to (laughs) an otherwise challenging fall oh man i just just getting to come back to school, frankly, uh, after after the the spring that we had with COVID and being you know so distant and having our virtual learning, it was amazing to come back in any capacity sure. in the fall um, to get to see kids and be back in the classroom again. That's what really got my blood pumping, got me to see you know, I'm, I mean I'll, I'll I'll be honest with you, I was feeling kind of hopeless there for a little while after being virtual for so long and being so separated. I am an extrovert. I feed off of other people's energy, and I did not have that for a long time. So being back here in the fall, you talk about something bringing a tear to your eye. Just being back in these hallowed halls and seeing my kids in person brought a tear to my eye, legitimately. Yeah, that was – every teacher out there can relate to that moment um, this fall. There – let's let's all recognize that we've all been through something oh yeah and 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 i don't think we're going to be able to process it yet we're still in it it, we're still in it but i think at the end of the day we all had a moment in the fall and i I, i've said to many people if it were socially acceptable i would skip into work uh, for the last 15 (laughs) years i mean we work in the great in the greatest you know school and, and the greatest school district and um but there was a day when i was out in the parking lot and i and i just sat there I had pulled in, I was getting my mask out, I had my bag, and I just sat there. Uh, you know, it was one of those days where I just, you're hybrid, you're Zooming, you got kids coming in, your lesson is not what it would normally be. And it, so it's been, it's been hard, but that is the one thing that has energized teachers is the students in front of us, them being with each other them having an opportunity uh to see one another and yeah the fall was the fall was a challenge it was challenging um but you know there were there were there were high points as well like um the crowning of linus cackley oh yeah homecoming king which that super talented young man that is a unique Uh, fellow he he is a unique fellow yeah unique in 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 so many good ways i mean just just a talented young person so kind and i think what you know what won his fellow classmates over is that kindness and his thoughtfulness and there would be days where you know even before covid he would he would come up to me and be like mr anderson how are you doing and he he meant it yeah he's one of the few genuinely wanted to know he actually like legitimately cares not that kids don't care about teachers but he will actually go out there and he'll ask you yeah and he'll talk to you yeah he'll yeah he'll pick up on like your your body language and say mr anderson are you okay um and then queen amelia pointer who um earlier in the week at the at the pumpkin pie eating contest i oh, believe that's you were right front and i was front and center taking photos there. you were taking photos she tell me about that performance uh it was 
it was amazing. Uh, you know, <laughs> she she took it right. She, yeah, she ended she took up the taking crown. the competition. Yeah, yeah. and she was con- competing against uh, several of our our football boys, and 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 she crushed them. She it was uh, it was amazing. It, it wasn't was, close. It was disgusting. It was uh, <laughs> it was a celebration, and it was a uh, yeah, it was I, quite a thing to witness. I am so happy that the pumpkin pie eating contest tradition continued. I was very that was one. I was like that has to happen again because we started it last year at the Ranger Rumble in front of thirteen hundred you know so uh, cool ranger fans or even no more than that when we had all the elementary schools there and everything everybody together in one large group and uh hometown hero wyatt angler uh took the crown he did and uh you can see that in the in in uh one of the clips from uh uh if you want to check out the ranger rumble on youtube you can see wyatt angler in his face smeared with pumpkin pie but uh you know certainly amelia pointer amelia pointer queen very talented young lady. Multiple uh, talents. Yeah, I, I've had her in class, and uh, I, I keep telling her she needs to be a high-powered attorney somewhere. I mean, if you've seen her argue a case in mock trial court um, or make a speech, I mean, very impressive young lady who has, no doubt, uh, a bright future representing Forest Hill Central and the wide beyond. Amazing. Um, so, John, let's get to uh, let's get to some news here. Uh, what's going on in the district? Uh, Central, Central High School, of course, uh, Winterfest week kick, kicks off this week, and... Um, We've got a snow sculpture being built right now. I was just out in the lobby area. Got kids in snow pants and oh, yeah. hot cocoa. And uh, tell so, me, what, what did the sophomore class bring? Uh, was it the sophomores or the juniors? It's I'm not maybe the juniors. Yeah, it might have been the juniors, but I, I heard through the grapevine that one of the classes, I believe it's the juniors, brought their own tractor to that help. Is amazing. Uh, to help, um, you know, with their snow sculpture. That's, <laughs> I mean, on Sunday there were, there were a few teachers that came out here with snow yep. shovels yep. and did our best to build a couch. Yep. But uh, they they brought some landscaping equipment. They yeah, that's serious. That brand. is that is not messing around. And the snow sculptures, that whole tradition started uh, back under Principal Terry Urquhart back in the early two thousands uh, when snowball. Well, I'll let you. I'm not going to steal your thunder for the uh, yeah. The that's assembly. part of my Winterfest. I know. No, I'm going to. Okay, I'll, I'll let you. Fisher, so if you want to learn, historian. if you want to learn about the history of, of Winterfest. Tune in on Friday for the live-streamed assembly. Uh, but the snow sculptures are b- being built now. Uh, we have a three-point shooting contest um, uh, during the live-streamed assembly on Friday. Uh, you can go to the FX Jeff Manders uh, channel on YouTube to watch it live, for those of you at home. Um, if we can get this out if we get this out before um, the assembly happens. And uh, there's window painting. We have the live assembly. And then Winterfest Court. You want to tell us who's on uh, Winterfest Court, John? Oh, yeah. we got the couples right up here. So uh, let's see. We have Lindley Derrick and Sam Musgraves is one of our, our, our couples for the court. And then we'll have Sawyer Bosch and Whitney Curry. Sam Torrey and – oh, wait, let's see. Sam Torrey was going to be matched up with uh, – not Luke Metallic. I may have these out of order, but I know Sam Torrey's on there. Luke Metallic's on there. Audrey Svoboda, amazing young woman there. And uh, her dad's a good friend of mine, Jim Svoboda, Officer Svoboda. Um, we got Autumn Burns and then the illustrious and unforgettable Jonah Spates. Yeah, and all those students are just – you know, that's the neat thing about those courts is is you see the kids that are on them. And it's so what an honor to be voted in by your peers. And I know this has been kind of a cattywampus a uh, couple of weeks <laughs> leading up to it. Accurate. But, but uh, you know, the, the, the students vote and, and it's really great. So those those court members, they should feel special uh, having been nominated uh, to recognize, you know, um, Little known fact here uh, for still Central Historian, I was I was actually <laughs> voted Winterfest King uh, back in 2000. I'm shocked. And, and uh, you know, well, it, 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 very, senior very, year, senior, senior year. year, very embarrassing. There was an assembly. They did a singled out assembly 
where I was in the center. Anyways, another another day, another dollar. Uh, but certainly, you know, th- th- it's a special moment for those students just just to be on court, um, to, to, to be uh, nominated by their peers. And then, of course, we'll crown uh, one of the lucky uh, one of the lucky students. And that's something that they have for the rest of their lives, uh, just like Linus, just like Amelia and our past uh, uh, royalty. Um, what's going on? So that's what's going on here at, at Central this week. Um, we do have a semi-formal dress-up day on Friday. Yeah, well, I think it's formal, formal. Oh, like, it's formal. I formal. wouldn't be surprised to see co- people coming in in tuxedos. Are top you? Hats. What are you coming in on Friday? Because we're know, we're co-hosting the uh, the live assembly. That's a great point. You know what? I didn't think about my my uh, outfit that much. I'm a suit and tie, obviously. Okay, um, shoot. I don't know. Well, I, I'm as you know, and most people know, I am a khakis and quarter zip guy. Yeah, and that's like what. That's what I wear. You need and, some suspenders um, that you can throw I, on over down, that? I am down. <laughs> Maybe a boutonniere. I'm down, John, to one <laughs> dress shirt. I'm down to one dress shirt that, that is, like, presentable and fits and is not stained. So Hey, your formal um, is your formal, and that's who you are. That's okay. 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 All right, because this is this is what I'm wearing to my, my dual meet today, and I hope it suffices. So uh, what's going on at Central Middle, John? So Central Middle, I noticed I did a little bit of research last night. Uh, not a whole lot of time to, uh, to come up with a lot of things, but I did see that um, – uh, this is where I wanted to mention the Forest Hills Foundation. We're so lucky to have them constantly just uh, raising money and putting it back into our classrooms and into our community. Uh, over $28,000 they donated into our schools in the fall. And I know that uh, one of my former co- co-workers who moved down to the middle school, Michelle Wallace, and uh, Ann Rothenhaler, uh, I think it was, from the English Language Arts, they got a, a substantial grant to buy some new books uh, contemporary fiction. So, you know, as much as we love the classics, they're going to be getting into to some more modern literature, and they're going to be using that to focus more on social issues and try to prepare our rangers uh, for the world beyond our walls. And I think that's pretty cool. That's fantastic news for the middle school. And uh, Michelle Wallace, who we had the pleasure of working with you in, in the English department, Several and years, I, had a, yes. I had a class around the corner from her. She is, and I can say this confidently, one of the most caring teachers absolutely that our district has and we were sad to see her go but we know she's she is you know uh thriving at the middle school and and, and i'm sure just uh, uh doing a changing lives down there because absolutely. up here i i she there was a number of times where she i saw her change lives for students and she would reach out and she would really um you know care for those students that maybe needed that extra attention and and, and so shout out to michelle man uh we, we miss you but uh, congratulations on, on getting that grant absolutely she's one of those people who much like linus that we talked about that there's a certain spark and that empathy that you can't yes. teach a person and she definitely had and it genuine. and i was really excited uh, obviously sad to see her go but when she went to the middle school i knew that kids were going to come up uh, better prepared and uh, more complete because she was there. So that was Without actually a a bittersweet. To see Bitter, bittersweet. Uh, what's going on at Central Woodlands, John? So Central Woodlands, uh, shout out to Mrs. Tenike. That's who my daughter has this year. She's over there in fifth grade. Um, I just touched base with them this morning, and they said our HIT team, which stands for Home Improvement Team, is doing a fundraiser this coming March, in which, which is Kindness Month, and they're going to be raising money for the Le- Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Hero Squad program. Uh, wow. So to fight childhood cancer and blood cancer, and you know you can't get a more like pure uh, reason than that to raise some funds. So let's go ahead and donate to that if we can figure out how to do it. Yeah, and we we need to get the word out on that. Um, you know, Forest Hills Central and Forest Hills for that matter, but you know this is Ranger Country. Um, there's no shortage of that that empathy and that willingness to step up. Uh, this past fall. Um, we, even though we were on hybrid and I think even virtual overlapping our effort, um, we raised, what was it? 
twenty thousand dollars. A ton of like money. Eight th- like our goal every year is twelve thousand, um, and we raised twenty thousand um, for the uh, our, our, for our, family promise for, for family promise. And that was a shock. Which honestly, goes, it, it was sh- it was shocking because earlier in the week I think it was like what we were at like four grand and everybody's yeah, kind of sweating like it, and and people are you know kind of coming around with buckets and this and that. But um, it was it was one of those gargantuan efforts on the on the part of our student body absolutely it was thousand dollars that went to needy families in our area um and then i mean it just it it always amazes me that's one of the great things about our community always bringing it back to community here um there's so much philanthropy in our community i mean obviously forest hills is a fairly affluent society here um and we use that to the benefit of others it is i think we had an independent donor donate five thousand dollars of that themselves one person said yes i'm going to donate five grand to try to make some of the families that are struggling because of job losses and such due to homeless or due to covid they reached out there they gave us that money and we were able to buy so many amazing things for families vacuum cleaners um all sorts of stuff toys for kids things that you need just regular household items that families may take for granted uh, these families got, and that is life changing. And and life our changing. Rangers did that; they changed lives. Yeah, that was that was a Ranger Country effort. And you know what? A, I get the chills just uh, thinking about that. What a heartwarming effort! And so now we got Central Woodlands trying to raise money for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Hero Squad. So let's let's answer the call there. Uh, so whether you're at Central Woodlands uh, or just out there in Ranger Country and you want to help, and that touch, touches your life. I know that this is a year that's tough for everybody, but certainly if you can pitch in, can, uh, at the elementary schools, we're coming off a kindness week. Uh, at least I know at Pine Ridge, uh, shout out to, uh, uh, Tamasha, uh, James at, uh, at Pine Ridge elementary school. Um, and, uh, also, my, my selfishly, Leslie Gerst and, and John Salter, uh, my, my daughter's teachers there, uh, thank you for all that you do. And uh, like I said, Kindness Week, they got to dress in their pajamas on Friday and have a little bit of fun. And, oh, man. Um, you know, the pajama day is a big day Obviously, for, for even elementary here, school. Even here in high school, I dressed in pajamas yesterday, Everybody Brad. <laughs> dressed in pajamas. And you know what? Because I'm, I, I, gosh darn it, I didn't, I forgot. To, to wear my pajamas, but uh, certainly my daughters did not last Friday, and that's always circled on the calendar, uh, Pajama Day, so thank you to the elementary schools. Also, just uh, for you, those of you young young uh, parents out there, a reminder, kindergarten res- registration uh, that's is starting right up. now. That's starting right now. That's crazy. And uh, I know that I, it just doesn't seem uh, late enough in the year, but it is, and uh, as the parent of a four-year-old, I'm going through all the you know, all that stuff. So, yep. I've got some friends, Andy Nims, you know him, the, the bull. Yeah. His, his son is going to be starting kindergarten this year at Pine Ridge. So, yeah, what so an ex- they're going to have to get on that registration. What an exciting time to, uh, to, to be a parent is it that, is. is that first child, uh, or, or your last getting on the bus, uh, for kindergarten. And, and, uh, what a great adventure to see those kids with their backpacks that are bigger than their bodies, oh my gosh. you know, uh, you know, climb Mount Everest, the steps onto the bus and, and, and then make their way into the school. And, and uh, the, sh- the elementary schools here, Ada and Thornapple and Pine Ridge. And I know, uh, you know, Good Willie is, is like a fifth, sixth grade building that we haven't mentioned yet, but what special places for our, for our young people. Oh, and, amazing. Uh, I, you know, I'm a homer for Pine Ridge because I, I went there, I attended Pine Ridge, um, uh, go, coming up through the ranks and then my children go there. But I know that Ada and Thornapple are these just really warm and caring and inviting places for our, for our children. And I wouldn't want my kids to go anywhere else. And when I was looking to build a home, I wanted to make sure it was in 
Forest Hills Central, absolutely. Forest Hills Central and Ranger Country, so that they could they could have that education and have that warmth. You know, I, uh, I I obviously I wasn't here. I didn't grow up in the system like you did. I haven't been a Ranger for as many years. But when I came here back in 2005, I think we bought our house. We bought right on Layton Drive, just down from Pine Ridge. And uh, we knew that we wanted, to, you know, our future child, which we hadn't even really thought that much about at that point. It's still a sparkle in my eye, <laughs> yeah, if right. you will. Uh, we wanted her to be in Forest Hills. And I can't, I can't say that I've regretted a single day no. that she's been here. Every, every teacher at every level has been unique and amazing in their own particular way. And, and, that's, and that's one of the, the things that we're doing in this podcast is we do want to recognize uh, some of these amazing teachers. And so in a little bit, in, in, in just a short minute, we're going to highlight some, some teachers in our district. And again, if you're listening and you uh, have a, a teacher that you want us to, to you know, highlight, we want to hear about them. Absolutely. Uh, because this year, I don't know about you, John, but there's been days where, you know, when we were in remote and we were up here at the school and we we're teachers mm-hmm. and, the you know, the community of our teachers the, is huge. The community, yeah, it's, it's, it's thick and, and, and we're all friends and, and colleagues. And um, so we want to recognize these, these teachers after this difficult year and the ups and downs of what it, what it was like to be an educator. We want to hear about those great stories for sure um, here in a moment. Well, actually, let's go right into it. Um, let's talk about uh, our, our first, uh, we're going to try and spotlight two, maybe three um, teachers uh, today too. Um, our first uh, teacher that we're spotlighting is uh, Bill Alexander. And uh, Bill Alexander teaches at Forest Hills Central Middle School. He's in his 18th year. 18th year. 18 years. 18 years. I, uh, you know, I've known Bill a long time and, and we went to high school. He was a senior and I was a freshman here. And so that just doesn't, I mean, 18 years he's been, he's been teaching at the middle school subjects taught, uh, eighth grade science. He's taught forever. He is a mainstay. He is a, he is like a rite of passage oh, yeah. for those eighth graders. Everybody uh, goes through there. They know Bill. They, they know, they Mr. know Alexander, uh, Mr. Alexander. His favorite thing about Ranger country is he loves knowing that kids strive for that three headed goal of a passion for learning, a passion for life and a passion for excellence. And, um, you know, for, he's a 1997 graduate. Uh, I believe he was on the morning announcements. I can remember watching him and his, uh, you know, hilarious quips on the morning announcement and, and uh, um, you know, he's, he's raising his children here. I, we, we play in the same softball league together. I'm on his, I was on his team and we've played against you guys. Before. I was going to bring that up that he's the only man I've ever seen wear a shirt and tie and pitch he softball. It's, it's wears amazing. a shirt and tie as the player coach. If it's 98 degrees outside and, uh, it, it's great. I mean, he's a fixture in that, in that Absolutely. Ada league softball fixture is a good word for it. He, he's a symbol for sure. He, he is. And, uh, certainly, you know, Bill, he took part in our, uh, pumpkin pie eating contest at the first range of rumble. He was gracious enough. I knew, I knew this is a guy that, you know, he's, he's like Bob Hope, anything for the kids. Right. Absolutely. And, uh, an entertainer, so an entertainer, uh, a, a talented and committed teacher. And, and certainly one of those uh, teachers that I hope my kids have when they come up through and, and experience the Bill Alexander uh, program. Yeah, so for sure. shout out to Bill. Uh, keep up the good work. We hope all is well uh, at, at Central Middle. All right, who um, else we got? You want to talk? Uh, I'll, I'll start it off because we both have a lot to Right this minute, as we're recording this, uh, Laura Stiles is running around the high school uh, <laughs> with a headset on. When is she not running around and, the high school, though? She's in <laughs> constant state of motion, that woman. Perpetual motion. She is the biggest ball of energy you will ever come across uh, in our district. And I'll, I'll t- talk a little bit about it, and then you can you can kind of add in. But she's an FHC class of 1988. Whew. And I always like to call 
I always refer to the, the 90s second as second grade, the, Brad. I yeah, was in I know, second grade. I know. We were both in second grade. <laughs> yeah. We like to talk about it as the lawless 90s, but she says, Brad, it's the lawless 80s. <laughs> and uh, she went to the University of New Hampshire, 92 graduate, played hockey there, Grand Valley State University. <clears throat> Um, where she got, I believe she got her master's and years teaching, 27 years. 27 she, years of Laura Stiles. That's crazy. You're right. How many lives has she changed? And, 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 and you know, I mean, how many people have had her uh, and that, that experience, the Laura Stiles experience? And she still has more energy than most of us put together, you know? Uh, 100%, 100%. I mean, she's the one that's running around saying, come on, guys, we got to do better. We got to do more. We got to make these kids all the, all experience the, the best that we can make it. She's the one. She, she texted me, I think, at 6.30 this morning about today's live stream assembly practice run through and like it's it's astounding to me how much energy she and 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 to that point think here the the uh, grades and 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 uh, subjects she's taught world studies government u.s history world history history of thought history versus hollywood social study and woodshop woodshop you know i can see it i can see she builds the sets for the place she does She's, she's a fantastic carpenter and all grades except freshmen and uh, she, she, she always jokes. She said, I can't teach freshmen. I'd make them cry. I don't know about that. I think they'd laugh. Oh, but, they'd um, love it. They'd, lo- they'd love styles. But uh, tell us a little bit about her favorite stuff at, in Ranger Country. So let's see. Her favorite thing in Ranger Country is the teachers. She loves interacting with all of us. She just loves being with her teacher buddies, whether it's, you know, putting together a last-minute assembly or do, doing some kind of a dance for an assembly. She, she loves getting together and hanging out with all of us. She's thankful that they, they put up with her, frankly. And, uh, you know, uh, we've all had that experience where we're like, oh, God, Laura's coming again. What does she want me to do now? But it's always for the greater good, and she's always right, and so we always we do it. And so we're, we're always more than willing to put up with her because, in the end, it's worthwhile. Yeah, and, and she is uh, she's, she's a partner in crime uh, for, for, for us as far as all these projects go and assemblies and parades and Anything for the students that, that is going to make this a, a brighter place, Brad, as a student. Um, and, and, and just a, as a very short aside, um, Laura Stiles, along with a, a collection of, of very fine teachers here uh, that include, you know, uh, Cal Anderson and Stacey Steensma and Dave Mills back in the day and, and Steve LeBenz. Um, and I'm, I'm missing missing others because there's a lot of great teachers that inspired me. But it was in Laura Stiles' class, uh, Senior Seminar. That uh, in the springtime of my senior year, I still didn't really know what I wanted to do. And uh, Laura uh, suggested, she's like, you, sh- you should be a teacher. You should be a coach. Wow. And, and she, you know, and, and the project became about being a teacher and being a coach. Um, I had previously wanted to be a, a, in business. And uh, she hooked me up with a, with a, um, an experience at a local business. And it was like, no joke, it, it was the office. Like there was a Dwight Schrute and a Michael Scott and I looked around and I was like, this is not what I want. And she suggested you should be a teacher. And so I can thank Laura Stiles uh, really for kind of pointing me in that direction. I think we can um, all thank Laura Stiles for pointing you in this direction because well, this school would not be the same without you either, Brad. Maybe, hey. maybe at some point we'll have to highlight you, but that's a long list of achievements in and of itself. Well, I, maybe someday when I'm when I'm you know buried out back. Uh, He's got and, such and, an aw shucks look on his face right now. He does not like talking about himself. I have himself. a mask on right now. <laughs> I, can tell. I can see it. I know you can see it. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, she's uh, she, Laura Stiles is a fixture 
in this community and uh, certainly in the pantheon of great teachers and uh, you know of the many many wonderful teachers so we look forward to highlighting uh, teachers from around the district if if you have a teacher um, or, or, or a colleague that you think is doing something special and we've already got a long list um, we built. do but we're always willing to have more and yeah. especially if we've got personal testimonials out there from former students or former former co-workers yeah. that just want to talk about why you love somebody or what experiences you had that were so memorable about them we would love to hear those yeah and then that's what this and we're this, not just fishing for ourselves either uh, probably wouldn't put that stuff on there really no 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 this isn't no. the brad and john show this a- is- absolutely not we want to know what special things are going on out there in in ranger country at the elementary schools and we want those teachers to be recognized for outstanding work um you know speaking of outstanding work john um i you know i have a phrase that i use quite often hometown heroes hometown heroes and um you know what we've tried to do is kind of use that as um a phrase that that labels these these young students walking our halls the juniors the seniors that are kind of the larger than life figures oh, for yeah. those elementary school students. They're the varsity letter winners. They're the drum majors. They're the student council presidents and the national merit scholars who not only are they excellent at what they do, but they're also good people. And they're also representative and emblematic of, of those virtues that, uh, you know, that ranger profile that we talk Absolutely. about. Absolutely. They about, embody all the ideals of a ranger. Yeah, being gritty, uh, being empathetic, uh, embracing diversity and, and being responsible and being um, having a strong work ethic. All those things that play into what it means to be a ranger. Um, these hometown heroes, they walk tall in the, in the, in the hallways mm-hmm. and they walk hall, tall in the community and, and many people know them. Um I don't know. Did you want to talk about uh, our first hometown hero, Zoe Lipke? I have a few things to add on her. So obviously, I, I've never actually had Zoe in class, but I know of her because I've heard stories from other kids about what an amazing person that's she is. That's a hometown is. hero. Right, yeah. exactly. I had a student this year in my senior class who she had come to this school as a new student, and sometimes that can be hard, even in our oh, community. Man. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Being welcomed into the fold. And she said the first friend, the first person who reached out to her in this school of over 1,300 kids was Zoe Lipke. And they are still fast friends to this day. That was so meaningful that every time she tells somebody that, you can just see, uh, you know, you can see the emotion in her face yeah. and how, how much it really meant to her. Because she felt like she was floundering and alone. And Zoe stuck out her hand and said, hey, I'm Zoe. You know, uh, and that's, that's huge. John, that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me at all to hear that story. I hadn't heard that story, but, uh, you know, I know Zoe, Zoe well. Uh, she's a neighbor, you know, good friends with uh, Becca and Lipke. Becca, her mom is on staff, one of the amazing math teachers on the second floor. I'm sure we'll talk about her yeah, at yeah, some I'm point, sure, too. I'm sure we're going to talk about her at some point. But they're, they're FHC graduates, and uh, they, they are alumni. But, but Zoe's just one of those, you know, she's, she's babysat my children. You know, I trust her with my kids. Um, she's the senior class president. She's on the girls' varsity basketball team. They won last night, by the way. She's committed to play uh, soccer and basketball at Wheaton next year. She's two on the, sport college two sport athlete. college athlete. How, that's how impre- impressive. That's impressive. Not that's many a pe- small group of people that it, can handle that. And she's able to handle it academically as well. And uh, on the homecoming court this fall, and uh, just you won't find a sweeter. A uh, young lady that represents uh, R- Ranger Country, and uh, so you know, Zoe, appreciate everything you've done. I know that this, this senior year hasn't been what it, it should have been, but certainly know that we consider you a hometown hero here in the studio and and beyond. Um, and you walk tall. Um, our next hometown hero is uh, Caden Jacobs. 
and uh, near young man, near and dear to my heart. Obviously, you're going to have a lot to say about him uh, as a wrestling coach. I'm going to I'm going to have a lot to say about him, and I know you've had him in class. I have a couple times. And Caden uh, is Caden. Uh, we wanted to highlight him. He just surpassed the uh, 100 wins MHSA career uh, wrestling wins mark, which is a big deal um, at every high school. And, and 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 I know a lot of people don't know the ins and outs of wrestling, but 100 wins in in, in a high school, you're only allowed so many wins uh, or so many matches per season. Mm -hmm. You know, anywhere between 40 and 50 if you're really good, right? And so um, to average that all throughout high school uh, and then this senior year with our season being cut short, for him to hit the 100 uh, career mark, he's at 101 career victories. He's 6-0 and this year. Um, you know, Caden is also one of those young men that he, he walks tall. He lives, uh, you know, he, he lives this lifestyle of training and academics and um, family. He's very, very close-knit family. Um, his dad, Derek, who, who coaches on the wrestling team. I believe uh, we've uh, played uh, flag football with Derek. We have Derek, played flag football against our... Derek, and I was very sore after going hey, up against him. You're on he's his a team. big guy. He's a big guy. You he's don't a, want to go up against he's him. He's a big, strong guy, and, and uh, he, he's a dad. Get this. He's a dad who uh, his son got into wrestling, and after his son was in wrestling for a few years, uh, he decided to get into it himself, and he got into MMA and jiu-jitsu. So, you know, imagine being 40 years old and taking up the new hobby of um, – Brazilian jiu-jitsu and boxing and Good wrestling. Good Lord, Brad, I'm 39, I, and I can't imagine doing that right now. So I, I know, I know. That's impressive. Uh, but Caden's a, a, a national-level Brazilian jiu-jitsu competitor, traveled all over the country uh, with, with, with wrestling. And so we salute uh, Caden, his 100 wins, and wish him the best of luck this wrestling season and just absolutely thrilled to be in the corner uh, for his senior year and, and, and uh, no doubt look forward to watching him succeed. Absolutely. Um, you know, Brad, I just want to interject real quickly. Yeah. I, you know, we, we prepared, especially you prepared, a lot of information for this yeah. podcast. And we were, were trying to keep it around the 45-minute mark. And we weren't sure where we would be. We're already at 40 minutes. Oh, man. So we like got to wrap things up. Started. Huh? This is this is great. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, you I'm know, really enjoying this. Part of that, John, is you and I haven't sat and, and, and chatted in a while. That is true. You know, John and I, um, we go, John and I go way back. Uh, we first kind of met each other at central michigan at way back in like at central at michigan. Cabin at central michigan oh that is a story that i need to tell on this podcast yeah at some, at, some, point. at some point we'll we'll regale everyone with that story so we go back to college and uh and we've worked together now for over a decade and great friends and and just thrilled to be in here so it's it's nice to be talking to another adult it is so yes <laughs> um, it absolutely is um so we'll, we'll kind of move on to the fine arts updates and then we'll wrap things up all right um you want to give a, a quick uh, update on the uh the fine arts Sure. So for the Fine Arts Update, we just recently had the Random Acts of Talent show take place. This is an unconventional year, obviously. I hate to use the term unprecedented because it's being overused, but it really has been. And so Robin Demeester, another teacher that we will have to highlight at some point, an amazing teacher, um, always keeps that drama program running. And she does it on like wishes, prayers, and somehow she always pulls it off. They ended up live streaming the Random Acts of Talent show or the Rats show this year. And from what I understand, I didn't get to see it myself, unfortunately. But from what I understand, I saw the highlights, and those were amazing. John, it was phenomenal. So we came home from the wrestling uh, meet uh, Saturday. Came home, Conquering Hero, with a uh, Vitali's pizza uh, oh, and breadstick. Great. And, and uh, we put on the, uh, the, the, the Random Acts of Talent on the big screen. We hooked it up and you know paid the paid the you know take the ticket was, yeah, yeah the ticket fee and and, and streamed it and for my girls because we go to a lot of those musicals i know you do too i'm usually we go, involved we in go, it actually yeah so. right and uh i t from from mcguire mahasic and sam Tory uh hosting 
when they started off. I mean, I thought I was watching like the, the beginning of the Academy Awards, you know, when they have their li- little vignette at the beginning. That was fantastic. Um, you know, I could go through so many students here, but Russell Baird, stand-up comedy. And which gut, is, that the, is hard. The guts you've got to have to stand up and give a, a stand-up comedy routine in front of your high school peers, parents, and a live audience. In all the years I've watched Rats, I've only seen one other person do that, I think. And he was it hilarious. Takes a lot of guts to get up there because there's a difference between being funny with your friends and being funny on a stage. It's yeah. And he he crossed that line into being funny on stage. He was he had timing, he had material, he had like he sewed it all together. And uh, so Russell Baird, everybody check him out. And I told him, hey, when you're on Saturday Night Live someday, make sure you remember us little people at uh, <laughs> Forest Hill Central, Gavin O'Meara. Uh, and his brother um, knocked it out of the park. Uh, you know, Gavin was in several acts um, throughout it, throughout the, the show, and, and just a just a rare talent. And uh, hats off to him. And then the hot dog, the Did, hot dog. Who was who? Uh, that was uh, Jack Fitz, wasn't it? Jack Fitz, seven hot dogs in two minutes. Seven. My daughter was sitting there gagging as she watched. <laughs> it. She's like, Dad, I can't watch. I can't watch this. I'm like. It's okay. So that's the beauty of random acts of talent because it really emphasizes random. Who would have thought that uh, you know we'd have yeah. a hot dog we, eating we went from contest? Con- we went from contemporary dance performance and stand-up comedy to a hot dog eating yeah, there's contest. There's people out there so. singing baby grand pianos, hula it, hoops, hot dogs being it, consumed in it was mass. A, it was a great show, and it was about an hour long, and uh, w- what an entertaining, talented uh, group of rangers. And, uh, you know, th- way to go, Robin uh, Demeester, for putting it all together. And, you know, um, I'm really looking forward to the musical this year because it's also yeah. going to be unconventional. High school musical. We'll have, yeah. to do, we'll have to do a show on the high school musical we and, might, and, yeah. and, and bring in the kids. And, um, you know, I, w- we've gone to those before, and I, I really enjoy the musicals. It's a highlight of the springtime for my daughters i used to do uh, musical theater back in the day when i was in high school i i, I took the lead uh, not to brag too much but i took the lead in a few shows back nice. in the day so i really still have an surprise for that. Me. Yeah. it doesn't surprise me well um you know hey we're gonna uh, i'm gonna kick it over to fhc sports report for the results scores and articles and human interest stories they have their podcast on athletics if you haven't checked out fhc sports report dot com it has articles about every sporting event from jv uh, freshman level to varsity so um we're going to allow them to to kind of keep that um keep that update uh so check out fhcsportsreport.com maybe we'll pull in some of those guys in, in future episodes you know mahoney uh is always great big irv oh huge, um, you huge know, shout Tory. out to mahoney because oh, man. i would those i don't know that great. i'd be here so he helped obviously i got the podcast ball rolling but he was the kid who came to me and said we need to do this let's get in there he got me to help you know figure out how to use the software effectively it's all because of matt and his push and his drive to make this work and he was one of the main uh, protagonists in that, this story that that again very consistent with that young man and uh he was he was actually the young man who helped me him and him and irv um who got the the broadcasting of the the games going this fall it was not mahoney, even a surprise it was mahoney uh, and Irvin, who are sitting next to me, and so yeah, I don't that, know what those guys are planning on doing, but I know they're going to be successful. They're they're going to be very successful. Uh, next, uh, tune in next time uh, when we talk uh, kind of a similar format. We'll we'll be talking about teachers. We're going to talk about national merit finalists uh, and national merit commencement.
recommended students. We're going to highlight those students. We're also going to talk about local uh, business, the development in Ada, uh, the Ada General Store, the opening of the Ada Library. Might have and, to give a shout out to my favorite gastro pub there in Ada. Uh, big fan of uh, Gravel Bottom. And, and huge the, part of our community as well. Huge part of our community. Huge supporters of our schools. And they are embedded. The, and, and, they, and the owners have children coming up through the ranks. And those guys, uh, yeah, fantastic. Amazing. I love Am- them. Amazing people. Uh, John, this has been an absolute pleasure. It really has, Brad. I'm glad. I mean, this was kind of, we talked about this, you and Ken and I sat down uh, after a football game and had a conversation about this, and that was a long time ago. I'm glad that we were able to bring it to fruition and that you and I got to sit down and have this this conversation and just be able to highlight so many important things in our community that may fly beneath the radar, you know? Yes, and and we will be back, and, and we hope to make this a regular uh, regular occurrence, and, and uh, so tune in. Tell your friends. Uh, share, share this on social media. Uh, we want to cover everything going on in Ranger Country, and and uh, highlight the amazing achievements. And, and, and finally, uh, I want you to do three things for me. I want you to use good judgment. If you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong, it's probably wrong. And nothing good happens after midnight, John. We'll see you back here uh, in Ranger Country next time. All right. Take care, Rangers.